good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We read, in our last session, we read the Gospel of John, chapter 20, and it ended with uh, Thomas seeing the Lord, and the Lord said, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. We're ready to read the Gospel of John, chapter 21. This is the final chapter, and um, let me just continue from there. After this, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. Now, I had read in the Amplified Bible that this is the Sea of Galilee, and for some reason, this is like the Roman name for that sea. And he revealed himself in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, uh, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, We will go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Now, my understanding, again, from reading in the Amplified Bible and, and things I've read, is that um, they fished at night, and that was supposed to be a good productive time to fish there. I don't know why. But I just mentioned that, because here, again, they're fishing at night. Just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, Children, do you have any fish? They answered him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. I don't... I don't know or understand why they couldn't recognize that this was Jesus. I, you notice this happens several times. I don't know. I, <clears throat> I can't explain it if he, if he just had too much, you know, uh, um, I, I'm not sure what, uh, why. Anyway, if, if there was some, you know how Moses shone after seeing God, if there was something about him that was altered to such an extent that they just didn't recognize him, I don't know. I just think it's odd. Anyway, so uh, the disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, It is the Lord. When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. The other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from the land, but about a hundred yards off. So Peter just, you know, grabbed his stuff, grabbed his, uh, he put on his outer garment, he grabbed on his, grabbed his garment, and jumped and swam, you know. We have all these examples where Peter just, you know, he was, he was obviously, uh, enthusiastic, emotional, um, I'm not trying to say anything bad, I mean, these, I'm thinking of these in good things, he was, you know, no, it wasn't always a good thing, I suppose, but, you know, he was always eager you know, to to join the Lord, to 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 go to the Lord. So this is, I mean, you can think of this in a number of different ways, but you know, he's like, just throws his uh, clothes on and jumps. When they got out on land, they saw a charcoal fire in place with fish laid out on it and bread. Jesus said to them, "Bring some of the fish you have just caught." Now, they they saw a fire. And Jesus already had fish and bread ready. <laughs> so, I mean, 
<clears throat> just just saying. It's kind of humorous to me. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore, full of large fish, 153 of them, and although they were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them, and so would the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus was revealed to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you believe, do you, oh, I'm sorry, I, <clears throat> let me try that again. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, Follow me. So this is an interesting exchange, and um, when I was reading in the Amplified Bible, um, and yeah, I've really gotten into the Amplified Bible, I feel like it helps me a lot. Um, and there's some other things that I, I, try to, I try to read and check on and, and see. Um, I think it's good to hear you know, different thoughts and ideas, um, even though, for the most part, this is pretty plain. Uh, there are some interesting things about the words they're using for love in this, and I don't remember the exact specifics, so I don't want to say anything confusing. But um, but it is it is an interesting exchange that that Jesus three times, and it's kind of like the three times that Peter denied Jesus is kind of to make up for those. If you can think of that that way, if you want. Um, I've heard people refer to it in that, that sense that Peter denied Jesus three times, so this was three times that he, you know, said he loved Jesus. Um, and this regarding, you know, um, when you were young, you dressed yourself and you walked wherever you wanted, but when you're old, you stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. Um, that, I know they say this is this he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God um, but that could apply to nearly all of us I mean all the time so I don't see anything specific here that tells me that you know um, that tells me I guess there's nothing more specific here is what I'm trying to say is that it's it is kind of a general statement in a way because of the way it's the way it's put there Anyway, verse 20, 
I guess, yeah, I guess I'm just trying to say that, you know, we can apply that to us as well. Like, like so many things that Jesus said, I mean, we can take and apply this whole exchange with us. You know, if we love Jesus, if we're, you know, if we care and love the Lord, then, you know, we should be trying to support his kingdom and support his flock and his lambs and, you know, so you can apply all of this to us and what we should be doing. Anyway, continuing on, verse 20. Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them. Oh, and I meant to mention that a lot of times this word loved, when they talk about John and being the disciple that Jesus loved, um, a lot of times the Amplified Bible will say esteemed. And um, it also mentions that they may have been cousins. And I, I don't know that one way or the other. Uh, someone else who knows more about that can can mention that but uh, so just putting that out there as that may help to clarify things so Peter turned and saw the disciple whom Jesus loved following them the one who had been reclining at table close to him and had said Lord who is it that is going to betray you now you might remember that from the what we refer to as the Last Supper back in earlier chapters Jesus said to him, oh, sorry, I, I skipped. So when Peter saw him, he said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. So the saying spread abroad among the brothers, you know, among the disciples. And uh, one thing I have here says the brothers and sisters, the basically the disciples, was that this disciple was not to die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that he was not to die, but if it is my will that he remain until I come, what is that to you? Again, Jesus was not saying that he would never die. He was making a point. He was, you know, just like in some of the other things, some of Jesus' teachings, you know, he's, he's making a point. He doesn't want you to pluck your eyeball out of your head or cut your hand and foot off, but he's making a point. And this is one of those, he's, he's making a point, well, you know, it's none of your business, you follow me. This is the disciple who is bearing witness about these things, and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. Now there are also many other things that Jesus did. Were every one of them to be written, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that would be written. And that is the end of chapter 21, and it ends... I like the way that ends there because, you know, there are times, so many times in the Gospels where it just says things like, oh, he, he healed them all. And, you know, there's just blanket statements made sometimes. And, uh, you know, we, we look at that and, I don't know, my mind tends to want to gloss over that. But, but if I really stop and think about it, well, I mean, that's a big deal. It's a really big deal. So there, there were a lot of things that Jesus did that uh, we don't know and that were not written. So, but these are these were written so that we would know and so that we would believe. All right. So that is the end of the Gospel of John. It's the end of chapter twenty-one and the end of the Gospel. So next time, we will start with the Book of Acts and we'll continue through there. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. 
And remember, God loves you.